0: Welcome to episode 105 of Tea with Tammy. And today is my birthday. (laughs) Let's get started. Another episode of Tea with Tammy. Like I stated before, it is episode 105, and today is a special day because it is my birthday. Yes, this is the born day of Tammy J, May 21st of 1992, to be exact. The year of hip hop. I would like to add. I have this weird idea that. Because I was born in the year 92, I'm just so musically inclined. And so that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And so since that is my story, I would hope that would make you more inclined to listen to this week's Artist of the Week. This week's Artist of the Week is Jalen Ashan, young artist from Texas who makes R&B slash pop slash soul music. This guy is very talented because he is also a man behind the camera as well. And so his music videos are either influenced or shot by him. So he is behind the scenes when it comes to direction and overall package to his music. As of right now, he has three solid projects. I looked them up on Apple Music. He has a new album for this year, 2020, titled Rough Drafts. Although the track list is intimidating because it's 24 tracks, the tape itself or the album itself is only 28 minutes. Each song is about a minute to two minutes. And that is kind of the theme of the project. These are rough drafts. These are throwaways. And yet they're amazing songs. And he's created many music videos to these songs. And so again, this is Jalen Ashawn. Of course, I'll have more information on the T with Tammy social networking sites. And be sure to stream his music on Apple Music, Spotify, and all those other great places where you find music. All right, so let's get into some topics. Okay, let's get this this one out the way. Just because I feel... I feel so invested. Okay, let me explain. Okay, backtrack. Have you ever had an artist that you've just followed since the beginning of what seemed their career? And so you just feel so attached to that person and their journey and you just, you're just always gonna tune in. Okay, so that's me. And that explains my frustration because the artist is Nicki Minaj. It's like... Sometimes I don't want to tune in. Sometimes I just want to be left alone, Nikki. And yet, here I am, entertaining it all <laughs> on my own platform, but it's because I'm just so eternally internally invested in Nikki Minaj. So here's the deal. I saw that Lisa Ray was trending on Twitter. Lisa Ray, if you don't know who she is, she is a actress and I'm sure a businesswoman of some sort. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me, but I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if she had other business ventures. I know Miss Lisa from one of my favorite Ratchet films, which is a classic when it comes to the best fight scene in cinematic history. And that movie being the Players Club. And you also might know her from There is a throwback sitcom show that was produced by Will and Jada that was titled All About Us. And it starred her, Dwayne Martin, and Elise O'Neill, I believe her name is. You may also know her from the relationship scandal of her, Roxy Diaz of 106 and Park, and her husband. Single Ladies from VH1- And most recently, an interview with Vivica A. Fox and Claudia Jordan. In this interview with these older ladies, they brought up the topic of versus battles, right? We've all been tuned in. And by the way, oh, did Nellie get killed? Okay. (laughs) What did I tell y'all? What, what did I tell y'all? I just, I can't see too many careers. Topping Ludacris and the run that he had. But anyway, in the interview, Claudia Jordan brought up that Usher had previously s- stated that Little Kim and Nicki Minaj battling wouldn't make sense just because Little Kim is very legendary. These ladies on this platform decided to sprinkle some extra sauce on it and agree with Usher and stated that Nicki Minaj is not the appropriate candidate to battle little Kim and as the ladies of course sprinkled their sauce Lisa Ray decided you know what that little sprinkle of sauce isn't enough we gotta pour the whole bottle and she went ahead and stated that Nicki Minaj should just bow to little Kim because little Kim is that bitch and she will always be that <sighs> so here here I am to recap a a timeline, if you will, and my opinion on the matter. First of all, which is probably the strongest or boldest opinion that I will state is Nicki Minaj has already surpassed Little Kim. Yes, I've taken it into the consideration that we're in a different time and there's different types of streams and how we consume music, but in my opinion, Nicki Minaj has surpassed Little Kim. Musically, accomplishments, respect, that's just me. But I want to start from the beginning. Nicki Minaj got signed to Young Money. She was on the scene in New York, doing freestyles, remixes, making a name for herself. Even one of the freestyles she even posted, which is still on YouTube today, is her covering a Little Kim song, The Jump Off. So she got signed to YMCMB, and at that time, YMCMB or CMB specifically, and these are Little Kim's words in a, I think, a Breakfast Club interview back in maybe 2011. Little Kim at that time was trying to resurge her music, and she was gonna do that alongside Birdman and his crew, YMCMB CMB. Birdman had the idea or that them as a collective had the idea that it would be even doper if little Kim came back with another female artist. It would, it would attract more eyes. People would look, people would tune in. And that was the plan. There's like two throwback songs where Nikki and Kim are on the same song. Oh, but this is where things go downhill. YMCMB decided to change course. They did no longer want to be alongside Little Kim, and they wanted to just invest in their new artist, Nicki Minaj. Birdman said, "You know what, Kim? You got it. We got this over here. Let's go our separate ways," <laughs> and stopped answering her phone calls. Nicki came out. Nicki got hot. The rest is history. So of course, Little Kim felt slighted when that happened. Nikki gave the homage that she was supposed to in the beginning and then moved on. She felt like she didn't do anything wrong. Birdman didn't feel like he did anything wrong. Nothing was concrete. Nothing was in stone. Nothing was official. Little Kim was never YMC and BCMB, so they didn't feel obligated to keep helping or collaborating with her. They had a new, young artist under their belt. And of course, like typical small-minded people, People naturally compared Nikki to Kim. Kim felt even more bitter. And of course, when you're a rapper, you're braggadocious. You're saying you're the best. You're calling yourself the king or the queen. You know Kim's been saying she's the queen (laughs) of New York for the past 20 years. And so, yes, she felt a little bitter. And so you understand the frustration and the grievances that little Kim had in the beginning of Nikki's career and Nikki being the hot new popping star was like, you know what? I don't have to keep bowing to you. I'm, I'm doing my own thing and I'm making it my own at this point. I don't have to keep acknowledging you. Nikki paid the homage. Nikki has the skill. Nikki has accomplished so many things as she constantly likes to remind us. And me personally, I don't believe that she has to bow to anyone. I do agree that a Nicki and Kim battle does not make sense due to the fact that they're from different eras, but not because that one is just a landslide better than the other. And to like top this all off and like wrap it up. Lisa, who asked you? Like who why are these middle-aged women gathering around <laughs> talking about hip hop? I mean, it it clearly Didn't seem like their realm. It didn't seem like they really knew Nikki's music. They probably only know the singles and the theatrics. And so they just assume that she's not up to Kim's par, but little do they know Nikki has surpassed it. But to talk more about these battles briefly, we got to stop or we got to kind of branch out and away from this same sex versus battles because... We're getting a lot of weird and inaccurate matchups. <laughs> Nikki and Kim, I understand why people would automatically say it, but no, it doesn't make sense. Two different errors. Why can't it be Nikki and Drake? <laughs> I mean, that makes so much more sense. It would probably be lots more entertaining since they're both young money. And so we would have all the YMCB artists seeing who they're going for. It doesn't have to be same-sex. Same thing when it comes to Usher. People are like, Usher Justin Timberlake, Usher and what Chris Brown. None of these make sense. Why can't it be Usher and Mariah? That <laughs> that makes so much more sense. Instead of y'all trying to come up with someone to fit Mariah, make her battle Usher. Mariah and Alicia Keys makes no sense. Usher Timberlake, no. Usher Mariah? Yes. Come on, guys. Think outside the box and start really matching up these people so we can really see who's got these hits. But let's move on to the next topic. All right. So this has been a growing topic or a more talked about topic as we have more access to resources and information. But I think it's something that needs to be acknowledged. And it's business relationships. I keep hearing so many horror stories of business relationships going south, but with a really good content or a really good package of something. And it just has to go to shit because of the business going south. And it's just, it's heartbreaking to hear. Like I hear the stories with Gilly on his podcast, Call Her Daddy on Barstool. I even got reminded of the bad business relationship between Emmanuel Hudson and Spoken Reasons on Wildin' Out. I don't know if y'all caught that, that little wild style that they did where Emanuel just kind of went off about his grievances of how Spoken Reasons stole from him. Yeah, stuff like that. How do we avoid that? Me, personally, get it in writing. That's the only thing that I can wholeheartedly say will help you. Everyone's situation is different and so I can't tell you how to act with someone, but the more you have in writing, the more I would believe things would move smoothly. I know it feels weird and it sounds awkward when you want to ask your friend to sign a contract for something that may seem like a quick project or something simple, but do what's smart and what's best. You never know what's going to happen. You never know someone's true intentions and yes, you want to believe that everyone's good and everyone means well, but everyone isn't. Everyone won't. Everyone doesn't. Screenshots, dates, total amounts, splits, percents, all of that needs to be documented. And this leads to the next piece of advice I can say that I'm giving. I don't know if this is advice. These It seems more like guidance, but yes, the advice that I'm giving, but this leads into saying don't settle. So you've come to something in writing. It's a contract. You and your friend are sitting down or you and your partner, your business partner are sitting down. There's some things you don't agree with. Don't settle. Keep negotiating until you feel a hundred percent comfortable with what you're signing. Don't sign something thinking that Maybe in a month I can do this and then it can change that. No, no, that should have been stated up front. And it, what you signed is now what it is. It's going to be hard to double back on something that is set in stone. Don't settle on your content, your creativity, your product. If it's yours, make sure you're doing right by it. And the last thing I can say, which is probably the most obvious thing that I can say is aim for Ownership. You want to own what you've done. You don't want to miss out on the opportunities that your product is bringing others. Don't get cheated out of your value and what you deserve. But hey, sometimes it is to just be bought out of something because maybe, (laughs) maybe it's too much stress. If someone approached me today was like, Hey, I love tea with Tammy. I'll give you five million for the brand, the logo, the website your audio equipment. <laughs> um, y'all may not hear from me again. <laughs> With things like that, it's just you got to make the best decision for you. And so just remember, again, get things in writing. Don't settle and aim for ownership. And I feel like you may end up In a decent business relationship. But if you're not doing those things, I'm not too sure where you may end up when it comes to this cutthroat, cut dry business world. Okay. Let's keep the topics going. Oh, inside note, can we, can we get in the habit of crediting? Whose TikToks, y'all are voice-overing, if that makes any sense. If you're taking the audio of a TikTok or a YouTube or an Instagram video and then creating new content with that and you're going viral and you're getting popularity and you're getting deals and you're getting looks and you're getting shout outs from other big stars and celebrities because of what you kind of essentially remixed, I'm gonna need you to give credit, okay? Give credit where it's due. And I know we sometimes think, oh, I did a little voiceover. Ain't nobody going to watch it. And then out of the blue, (laughs) it's popping. The next day you go to sleep, you wake up, you're at a million views. You didn't know what happened overnight. It happens. I understand. But comment below. Hey, by the way, this is so-and-so's voice something. Please just do it. But anyway, let's move on to the last topic. And it's really not even a topic. It's more of just me complaining really quickly (laughs) before we start talking about my birthday but let me just let me just vent real quick this can be a little new segment at the end where it's just what grinds Tammy's gears well this is one thing that grinds Tammy's gears and it's non-black people with black avatars and profile pictures on the internet it was a recent debate on the timeline of non-black people using black avatars and memes to express themselves and communicate and how it can be viewed or represented as blackface or blackfishing on the internet. And me, I agree to an extent, to an extent, whoa, 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 chill, chill, chill on me, chill on me. But yes, I do agree. I get so frustrated. And annoyed seeing all y'all non-black people just kikiing, hee heeing, ha haing behind a black face saying reckless things, having people thinking that you are black. And then when it's time to actually, um, fight for a mod, remember Trayvon, y'all are ghosts. Y'all are nowhere to be found. And all of a sudden, you don't want to wear black on your face. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just the typical and old saying that everybody wants to be black till it's time to be black. Sure, there could be a funny meme of a black person that really is representing how you feel at the moment. You know, those facial expression memes on the internet or just has a funny caption and it really is how you feel. Sure, use it. But if you're using it to then portray a character that you don't naturally have in life, or make a characterization of what you think a black person is on the internet, oh, you foul. You foul. You foul. You're black. That's blackface. That is blackface. If I change my avi to a blonde hair, blue eyed, white girl and start tweeting about Starbucks and the Valley and Uggs and just quote unquote stereotypes and typicals of a white girl how are y'all gonna feel y'all gonna be like what's up with that like why do you have something against white? Gr- like are you making fun of them y'all are gonna have these weird questions for me and that those are the same questions i have for a mexican guy a white girl a asian a uh, little boy who have has the avi of a black person and they're wilding out on the internet I understand trolls and I understand bots. I'm not talking about those people. Those those people will always be around getting blocked and reported. I'm talking about that person who just really is just thinking that they're funny and they're really operating, communicating behind a false picture and representation of themselves. So please, if you are out there and you are non-black using a black avatar as your profile picture please reconsider and or at least tweet more responsibly or use your platforms more responsibly so people don't think you're being a mockery or using it as blackface. Okay. Whew. I'm off my soapbox. I'm, I'm I swear, I've stepped down. I've stepped down. I'm sitting down now. I'm done. I'm done on the soapbox. But yes, those are all the topics that I had for you all today. Yes, it is my birthday. It's the big 2-8. Yes, I am 28. I am old. Oh my gosh. I feel it. Especially since this quarantine pandemic 2020 thing has been happening. I'm just in the house like an old lady. And if I hear a loud noise, I go to my little peephole or my porch like an old lady and see what it is. And that's that's the excitement of my day. <laughs> So I am thankful to see another year. Rest in peace, my father. It is also his birthday today. We share the same birthday. Shout out to the year of hip hop, which is 92, because also it's Notorious B.I.G.'s birthday today. I plan to stuff my face, be lazy, spoil myself with money I don't have. And if you're interested in sending funds this way, contribute to the PayPal, Patreon, or Cash App. And the Cash App is the Tammy J. T-H-E-T-A-M-I-J. I love tea. Just saying. <laughs> Thank you again for listening to another episode of Tea with Tammy, episode 105. And until next time, first, wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> and sip some tea.